mean the guy. Wake that ass, ass up. up. The, the Breakfast Club is on. Right. I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me. In return, I'm always going to be good to y'all. A lot of people in the hip-hop generation, The Breakfast Club is where people get the information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. Because you started over, guy. Come on. Started over, so it's, uh, there you go. What the, what the hell? Hold on, one more time. Oh, Hold on. Wait, 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 Duh. Right okay, Angela Yee is there. Now bring it back one more time. Uh, we're gonna, what happened to Ebony? We're gonna, I was waiting for him. We're going to get this right. We're going to act like we've been doing this for nine years. That's some change. Oh, no envy. Good morning, you in the world. Yo, 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 Really? Let me tell you, I'm oh, having okay. problems. So, you know, I got a new router yesterday, and I'm trying to log on to things, but I don't remember the password. <laughs> oh, no, that sucks. That's the worst feeling in the world. That's why it's almost better to, like, you know how they ask you if you want to save your password on all your devices? It's better just to say yes. It's better It's better to say yes, I'll save it to, off. I'm trying to log on to Revolt, but then I don't know what's going on. And the problem is that we just have many, so many different things we have to log Every single morning, it's just, you know, who does it like? Go ahead, I know I'm not crazy. Day. I don't know, but it sounds like we underwater. It sounds like chicken is frying. It sounds like popcorn is popping. Now, mine sounds fine. You don't hear it? fine to me over here, so, nope. Oh. It sounds okay oh, to okay. me, but... So, is Envy right. asleep, or he can't connect? No, or no, 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 no. He's ha he's having technical difficulties. I'm not. I'm, that's why. That's why I'm kind of. I'm kind of, kind of over broadcasting from home. Even though I like uh, broadcasting from home because I like being with the family. But I'm kind of over broadcasting from home. I'd rather be in the studio at this point. I'm not gonna lie. But that's how I feel today. I don't know how I feel tomorrow. I don't even know how I feel the next hour. But at this moment, I'd rather be in the studio. All right. I just logged on to Revolt. This is crazy. Yeah, and um, I think maybe also in New York, and well, maybe in New Jersey, in New York, but it was raining really hard. So sometimes I feel like when the weather is bad, I like that. It kind of it's raining? Up some, it was. Like, I woke up at 2 o'clock this morning. I've been up ever since then because it was raining so hard. But I know I'm not maybe, either. I'm going not, crazy right there. now. I, I'm really hearing things. But we got what well, we got in front page news, ye. Why is it? I'm out from page news. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> All kinds of issues. We're going to talk about Dr. Fauci. We'll talk about new uh, medicine that they've been testing. medicine. Something that they've been testing that could potentially help if you're diagnosed with coronavirus. All right, we're going to figure out these technical difficulties. Uh, you know, um, yes, we are a nationally syndicated morning show that's on in 100-plus markets. Uh, we just don't sound like it at the moment, okay? It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We Can everybody get it together? Now. We got we it got together? together. 
All right. All the technical difficulties uh, out of the way. Yeah, can you know you what hear I was, me? Yeah, we can hear you. I can hear everybody. You know, I was going to say that the, the way I could tell things are getting a little better is for the first time in six weeks when I went into the grocery store, they had toilet paper and uh, uh, bounty of, uh, whatchamacallit, the... Uh, that, that, that don't mean... Paper towels. Towel. Paper towels, yeah, there you go. Paper towels. Paper towels and... And toilet paper. They haven't had that in six to, weeks. I went, to, I went to Target a few days ago, and they had it. It was packed. Like, they had everything. Yeah. That just means that you, are, you came in when the shipment just came in. That's yeah, you came happened. on the right at the right time. No, <laughs> I told no, you get you a super. I went to the Acme around the corner, and they didn't have any on the same day. I told you get, I told you get you a supermarket plug, and I'm going to tell you something. Your, your, mm-hmm. uh, your phone sounds like somebody knocking over furniture again. Who, me or ye? No, ye. Yeah. Oh, I do? Yeah. yeah, you well, sound you do crazy. news without me. Great. All right, let's get in the front page news. It's a mess out there, man. So yeah, I got it's horrible. It's horrible. The forecast. <laughs> still corona in the forecast. Forecast. It's still right. corona out there in the okay. forecast. Um, I don't know. Corona if isn't going anywhere. Look, yeah, I don't know if there's anything to look forward to in the future just yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can turn the TV on and you can still see that the death rate is high. It's uh, very. People yeah, are it's, still getting sick. People um, are still but getting they sick. do say. Can you they hear do me say, now? Uh, yes, we can hear you. Let me see if you mm-hmm. sound. Keep talking. No, say I guess something. that was a rap. No, she. I don't know what she thought. But anyway, oh, well, you know, in God. you know, in New Jersey, they're talking about uh, this week, and they're going to open up the golf courses. They're going to open up uh, state parks. I don't know if that's a great idea right now. What do you think? Man, I don't want all of that. I need some essential things open, like my goddamn barbershop. Okay, I'm tired of walking around the house with a hat on. All right, I want to take my wig off. You hear me? And, and let my head breathe. And this week is supposed to be very beautiful on the East Coast, so they I, I guess that's the reason why they're going to open up the parks. But my problem is if you open up the parks and people are, you know, hanging out with each other, they're still saying social distancing, but you know what that means if they open up parks. People are going to be playing basketball, soccer, everything they possibly could be playing. And then what happens with if they continue to pass it on and bring that back home? Does it, does it spike or do they know something we don't know? I'm I, here, guys. Can you I, hear me now? Oh, thank God. Yes. Okay. I think, so the I, FDA, I think they know something oh, we don't ahead. know. So the FDA is issuing an emergency authorization for remdesivir. It's a drug that is can possibly be used not as a cure, but to help you out. Now, Dr. Fauci, when he was on The Breakfast Club, actually talked about this drug a couple of weeks ago. Listen to this. They're saying there's this experimental drug called remdesivir or something that could actually really help with the treatment. So the situation is that there are a number of drugs that are in clinical trials right now. None of them have been proven definitively to be effective in coronavirus disease. And as soon as we get the data that proves that it works, you let everybody know about it and you let it be available. But you don't want somebody taking a drug that somebody kind of has a feeling that it works, but it really doesn't. <laughs> All right, well, it looks you. like things have changed a lot since then because they are saying now that this drug does appear to be helping people and they are ordering an emergency amount of remdesivir for, to help treat people who actually have been diagnosed with coronavirus. The drug maker says they have enough supply to treat at least 140,000 patients as of now. Wow. I'm telling you, after they did the antibody test, uh, they did the antibody test, they realized more people had it than they originally thought, which showed them that it's less fatal than they originally thought. And, you know, they did the right thing and shut everything down because they weren't quite sure what it was. But I think after that information, they're like, oh, it is kind of safe to get back out there and frolic. But they know now they done frightened everybody and ain't nobody getting back out there without some type of treatment or the vaccine. And being that the vaccine won't be available until late next year, here goes the treatment. 
So yeah. people are more comfortable going out and about. But what they are saying is it just kind of shortens the duration of coronavirus. So, and it's been pretty effective in early results from the trial that they did. So you mean like instead of like 14 days, you'd be down for like four, six or seven or something like that? Is that what they're saying? But so you could still die, yeah. but it just it shortens the time. Well, not saying that, huh? well, no, no, no. These are saying that like <laughs> effectively five days of treatment appeared as effective as 10 days. So I guess you just get better quicker because, you know, some people oh, okay. have what? Yeah. All right. That's All right. a good sign, I, I'm telling you, that's, that's a great sign. And as long as there's some type of treatment out there, people will feel more comfortable being out and about. That's yeah. the truth to the matter. All right. Well, that is your front page news. I think we got all the technical difficulties out the way. We good, Yee Talk? So I hope so. Hey, can we do this off the air? No, I'm just making sure because we have to do it on air. That way we can tell. Get it off your chest. Our listeners ride with us, you know what I'm saying, 100% through the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, yeah, we can do a live check of the te- uh, the technical stuff on the air. Yeah. Check one, okay. check two. Hello, we everybody good? good? I-, I think we're finally good. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad day, or maybe you had a great day and you feel blessed. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Lime Beauty. Good morning. Get it off your what chest, up, Mama. Beauty. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing wonderful. Doing great. Hi, I heard you was on Dramos show and, and, and Dramos liked your joint. Yes, I missed you guys. Like, missed you too. Oh, talked to you guys in a really, really long time. Um, yeah, I wanted to uh, shout out Dramos. Like, I really like the 12, 12 o'clock quarantine show that he's doing. I want, um, when are you? I think it's overrated. Whatever. That's the person I was on there. Mm-hmm. What a hater, right? What a hater. He was on there. That's just crazy. <laughs> I just think it's overrated. When are you guys, whatever. When are you guys going to go on there? Who? Oh. Uh, Envy. Ye and Envy. I already been on. I didn't see I didn't see your interview. Oh, no, I didn't do it. And I was on there for a while ago. I actually accidentally ended up on there. Damn. She didn't even go on there on purpose. She clicked it by accident. You too. Yes, I did. Me, well... Since he got um, Charlemagne on first, and I'm not nobody's side, he can't get me after. Charlemagne, he gave Charlemagne the steak treatment, and now I'm just a little candy yams. I did the show. Okay. <laughs> Y'all gonna stop playing me over here. Right? Like, I'm not right here. Dramos, your show was blowing up, but Dramos, who was on there first? Ye, Ye was the first one to hop on air. And Envy, I didn't want to ask you first because you're real bougie. So I figured, let me ask the rest of them. Make wow. you jealous, and then you hop on. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Uh, well, I have to check my schedule, Drama. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I really, really miss you guys. And shout out to Drama for listening. It's a really good platform. And he's being really honest with people on there. If somebody's not it, he's being honest. He's not. Wow. feelings, which is good for any type of artistry. You should let people know if something's good or bad. But thank you for calling Blonde Beauty. All right, you guys have a good morning. You too. Yeah, Hello, I, I, who's yeah, this? I don't, know if, I, don't know, I don't know if I would respect Dramos' music opinion either, just because of the fact that he says Beyonce is overrated. I'm going to be honest. Stop. And Drake too. All right. Hello, who's this? Eric. Hey, get it off your chest. What's going on, man? I'm just calling to say I'm blessed. Uh, first of all, what's up, MV, Charlemagne, Peace, uh, King. You know, just just happy to still be working out here, you know, getting that money, 
I, I'm honored to get through, man. I've been calling you guys for years. I've been rocking with you guys since Hurricane Sandy. and haven't got through yet, but I'm sorry. Wow. I don't, even, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. But, you know. What year was Hurricane Sandy? Uh-huh. Hurricane so what, Sandy was like 2014? Yeah, something like that. You even uh, did one of my, uh, you, you read him tweets off, and you read one of mine off that I sent to you. Okay. Damn, Hurricane Sandy was 2012. Yeah. God damn, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to us for the past seven years, bro. We've been on for a Absolutely. long goddamn time. That's Lord right. have mercy. I'm thank you, bro. I feel like Tom Joyner. We ain't there yet. Get it off we your Tom chest. Yeah, we, ain't, we ain't been on as long as Tom Joyner yet, but I feel like it. In dog, it's, it's dog. It, nowadays, to be on the radio for a nine years, almost 10, and be a black morning show, that's like dog years, bro. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Mac from Boston. What's up, Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Um, Basically, um, my mom's a nurse at Brigham Women's in Boston, one of the biggest hospitals. Um, And basically, she's saying, like, the, the patients that's being admitted are, like, not getting any care. Like, the doctors and nurses are just basically... They're, they're petrified. Like, they don't, there's like no vaccine. There's nothing. So it's like, it's like these people come to the hospital basically to get left to die. Mm. Well, so, so what do you mean? Like, people come there and um, they quarantine them at the hospital instead of quarantining them at home? Nah, it's like they'll, they'll go there, she said, and then get checked out, whatever. And then basically, like, they'll be, they'll get put in a room and then, like, they won't be seen. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know why? I think I don't know why, but I think I, I would assume that a lot of the healthcare workers probably are still frightened. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. No one knows what's going on. Yeah, nobody knows what's going on when there's no vaccine, when there's no treatment. They don't even know what to tell them. Like, man, we just gotta stay prayed up. That's how I look at it. Always, stay baby. Up, Always. Mask, all that. Thank you, brother, for checking in, man. Thank you, man. You're an inspiration to me. I'm a uh, black entrepreneur, uh, designer. Uh, you could follow me at the message apparel. I do it for us. It's all about the culture. Okay. My brother, I'm going to check you out. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning. Good morning. Good Get morning. Chest, Mama. I just want to say thank you. I've been riding with you guys, of course. Still, you know, getting up for my remote working life um, quarantine. And I just want to say, you know, you guys been doing a great job. So if you're still flowing with y'all, even though, yes, y'all was sounding like water this morning. <laughs> yeah, it was trash this morning. It was definitely technical difficulties. But you got to understand, you got three different people broadcasting from three different houses, you know what I'm saying, in three different locations. So, you know, it takes a lot to bring this together. So it's not going to always be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have somebody in the studio that has his own show he's pushing. So I think, you know, he's not that concerned. Trying to sabotage us. Word. Oh, well, it's not, well, it's not easy working from home. You know, I'm, I'm feeling the pain, too. So thank you. You guys are doing a wonderful job. Okay, okay thank well, you. Thank Appreciate you. Checking you. In. Let's go to one more. Hello, who's this? WMDC. Oh, my goodness. Good morning, Angela. I got a joke for you. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Snack Man. I'm glad my mic's working now. All right, let's hear your jokes. I know you've been doing a lot of funny stuff during this coronavirus pandemic at home. Don't make me throw up. And begin. Now that we got this face mask advisory, I'm finding out things about myself that I did not know. Like, I'm really good 
at being a ventriloquist. Damn, Snack Man, you trash, bro. Horrible. Like, you just, like, Snack Man, you hate your life. Line? Oh, my gosh. Like, Snack Man, Snack Man. I didn't get Nobody it. We never get it, G. We never get it. Don't you get that? We never get his jokes. Snack Man needs to say, it, you know what I'm saying at the end of every joke, just so people can be like, no, we don't know what you're saying. He's it's trash. actually kind of funny that no, it's not. not that funny. No, it's not. No, it's, not. It's, it's really not. No. <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing humorous about Snack Man. Nothing at nothing. all. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, and I'm excited about this because the ladies put out some music yesterday. Yes, Beyonce hopped on Meg Thee Stallion, Savage, and Doja Cat's Say So remix with Nicki Minaj. So we'll talk about that. All right, we'll get into that. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Disney World. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, as we were telling you that Disney World is talking about their plans for reopening, their phase one, phase two. We don't know when that's going to actually happen, but the NBA is throwing around a possible way to return to action, and that would be at Disney World, possibly. Now, one possibility is that they will go to the Walt Disney World Resort property in Orlando and have a bubble league. That's where players will be playing in empty stadiums, staying isolated at hotels when not playing. So this is an idea they've been talking about for quite some time right now. What they would need is 12 on-site basketball courts, two of which would be broadcast ready at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex, enough hotel rooms for every player, coach, official, TV crew members, and more. Also, nearby medical facilities for injuries. They would need restaurants, swimming pools, and other amenities so that they have stuff to do while they're there. Something that's very private, so it will be easily blocked off from the public. And that could be the way it could happen. Why Disney World? Why is Disney World the hub for everybody to... uh just convene after a global <laughs> pandemic or during a global, global pandemic? Well, I think for the NBA, because it has all of these uh, possibilities, like it has the basketball courts, you it know, has it everything has there, yep. the hotels, it has the restaurants on site. And so it would be a lot easier because, you know, they have all those huge resorts there. So that would be a way for them to kind of contain themselves but still be able to play. I do hope they get to finish the NBA season, though, because I have been alive long enough to see shortened versions of an NBA season, but it's always shortened versions to where it starts in the middle and they get to the end. It'd be weird just to watch it end in the middle and they don't crown a champion. Right. Yeah, I want to see this year close out. Now let's discuss Russell Simmons. He is addressing the HBO Max on the record documentary that is expected to air on May 27th. Now, we've been talking about this, and we told you about former Def Jam A&R Drew Dixon sharing her story about how Russell Simmons allegedly had a pattern of harassment when it mm-hmm. came to her, and here is that trailer. Drew was a young, powerful something who cared so much about this music. And so when Def Jam called me, I was like, Russell Simmons wants to offer you this job as the director of A&R at Def Jam. I could not have scripted it better. 
that's one of the beautiful things about the music industry. There was a lot of mobility for women, but at the same time, there was tremendous amount of sexual harassment. You didn't get a lot of sympathy for that. That was considered the price of admission. Well, Russell Simmons is responding. He said the stories are 25 to 40 years old. He gave this statement to Hip Hop DX. He said, I have taken nine lie detector tests, seven by the president of the California Polygraph Association. Any reporter with any interest in the truth can find it out, and they are starting to do so. God will sort that out. A lie can get so big that the truth is forced out. I have constantly taken ownership of having been a massively unconscious playboy or by today's more accurate discrimination, a womanizer, but I have never been violent or done anything that be that could be called illegal to any woman. So that is how he has responded. I mean, that's how those situations are, right, For, from both parties. Like, you know, the truth is the truth regardless if nobody believes it and a lie is a lie regardless if everyone believes it. So everybody just got to tell their story. All right, Netflix is creating an anthology series about social distancing. Um, and so their job, they said, as storytellers is to reflect reality. And in this new, bizarre, bewildering reality we are all experiencing, we feel passionate about finding connection as we all remain at a distance, according to the producers. So this series is going to tell stories about the current moment that we are living through right now. So right. if you guys are here for that. Um, could be exciting. And new music, I just want to make sure we get into this because I know we're going to be playing uh, Beyonce and Meg Thee Stallion, the remix to Savage. So here is what Meg Thee Stallion had to say about being so excited when these two Houston ladies linked up. <laughs> it's really crazy because, like, my mama was, like, a really huge fan of Beyonce. She used to make me watch a lot of Beyonce stuff. And it's like, when I met her, I was like, oh, my God. Like, And I, I didn't want to be like, oh, my God, Beyonce, me and my mama love you. Like, this is crazy. I can't believe we meet you. And it's just like, dog. For Beyonce to even do a song with me, I'm really, i really only been out for, like, two years. This is the beginning of year number two. Like, Beyonce. Salute to Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, I'm glad she got that, man. I, I think that's dope for the I city, man. Yeah, and I'm and and in 2018 she was uh here in our headquarters at Power 1051 with with my little niece Nyla Simone and she said I pray to Jesus I get to do a song with Beyonce one day she said that was her dream collaboration so well we see that a couple that years later is dope we actually have that audio with Nyla Simone here you go what are some dream collabs that you're trying to get you have already had like a crazy year yeah so what do you see or who do you see yourself working with in 2019. Well, we're going to pray to Jesus Christ that it happened, but I really want to do a song with Beyonce. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Beyonce is my oh. girl. I love me some Beyonce. Like, that'll just be crazy. Like, just two H-Town hotties. Yeah, like, that'll, that'll be, be That'll be fire. Drop on the clues bombs for young Nyla Simone out here in Shout the streets. Nyla Simone. Absolutely. Getting hot out here, you know? All right, so later on, we'll play a teaser from some new Doja Cat with Nicki Minaj. But, you know, this morning, you know we're going to be playing, playing Meg Thee Stallion's Savage Remix featuring Beyonce. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, we are going to be talking about what is happening with this coronavirus. Are we going to be opening up everything anytime soon? Golf courses in certain states are opening back up again. But is there potentially something that could help you if you have been diagnosed uh, to actually make your time of sickness even shorter? We'll tell you about a possible medication that they said they've been testing that could be helpful. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. That was Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion with hey, the Savage Remix. Like Morning, that. everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with Yee? 
Well, the FDA is expected to issue an emergency authorization for the use of remdesivir. And that is a way to help speed up your recovery time from coronavirus. Here is Dr. Fauci speaking on it. Remdesivir has a clear-cut, significant, positive effect in diminishing the time to recovery. What it is proven is that a drug can block this virus. Looking forward, this is very optimistic. Hey, man, they're trying to get people out there to uh, reopen that economy, and they got to make people feel comfortable. So you got to have some type of treatment on the market in order to do that, because there's damn sure no vaccine until late next year, right? Right. So you got to have a treatment, at least. All right, now, workers who have been laid off might have to give up their unemployment benefits as states are starting to reopen. So what's happening is, you know, some people might not feel like going back to work. They don't feel like it's safe yet. But you might have to give up those unemployment benefits if you don't go back to work, if your job is open. So we're trying to figure that out. Some people could still remain eligible for unemployment under a special pandemic program that they created for those who are advised by a health provider to self-quarantine or for people who are caring for children whose schools have closed. So those people might be able to qualify for benefits, but some states might interpret the guidelines differently. So it's really going to depend. So it's going to be difficult to see what happens next. Oh, didn't know if you guys were going to weigh in. All oh, right, no, now, you know, George- no, I, I, I was thinking about this tweet that I saw yesterday uh, from Derek Muhammad, and he said American unemployment is projected to reach 32% when things get back to normal, but black unemployment usually hovers at about double the national average. So what happens uh, if nearly half of black America is out of work? That was a, that was a, a question he posed last night that I was, like, really thinking about. Yeah, and more than 80% of coronavirus patients who were hospitalized in Georgia were black, according to a study, a new report for the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. That that really shows some significant racial disparities that have been happening. Um, and that report was published uh, yesterday. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. we got to still make sure that we stay safe amidst Absolutely. all of this. Now, in in California, the governor has planned to order closure of all state beaches and parks, according to a police memo, because according to that, you know, the beaches have been too crowded. Thousands of people were packed on the beach. We saw pictures from that. And so people are still defying the stay at home order that could delay the whole state reopening. So right now they're saying let's just close all the state beaches and parks. Yeah. And I mean, listen, all coronavirus is exposing is, is all the underlying conditions that exist in the black community that were caused by systemic racism. You know, you have people living in these food deserts. You know, they have access. They don't have access to the best health care. You know, whether it's corona or or diabetes or cancer or whatever, it's always going to hit the black community hardest just because we're the most vulnerable. Period. Now, LA, L.A. is the first major city to offer free coronavirus testing for all residents. So that's the first major city that's going to do that. Those with symptoms will have the first priority, but everybody else will have access to this for free. Like, and, and in like Florida... I said, go ahead. And in that Florida, no the governor me, is... The why you say that? Because they said the people with symptoms will be first priority, but then they always tell us that the asymptomatic people are the people that you have to really worry about, the people who don't have symptoms, who are around people spreading Correct. it. I don't understand why everybody just can't get tested. Yeah, everybody just can't get tested. I, I feel the same way. It don't make no sense, if, if, especially well, if you're they constantly will, but you saying... Just have first, they're just saying you have first priority, but they will test... Uh, all residents have access. Gotcha. I don't think anybody should have first priority. I just think you should be able to get tested. 
All right, now, the Florida governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, has released more details about reopening parts of the state. And he says his phase one reopening is going to start on May 4th. Schools will remain in distance learning. Visits to senior living facilities will remain prohibited. Elective surgeries can resume on May 4th. Restaurants can reopen if they offer outdoor seating with six feet worth of space between tables. And indoor seating is capped at 25% capacity. And so are retail businesses. So bars, gyms, and personal services like hairdressers, will remain closed and churches will remain on voluntary social distancing and movie theaters will remain closed as well. I just yeah, need to open up the barbershops, man. I mean, that ain't gonna happen for a while, I don't think. But I was saying I could tell things are lightening up because now when I'm starting going to the supermarket, I'm starting going to uh, Costco's or BJ's, you're starting to see toilet paper, you're starting to see paper towels, you're starting to see more and more supplies that before you couldn't find and now you're starting to see. Like yesterday when I seen paper towels, I was shocked. I was like, wow. Like, you, I, I, didn't, I haven't seen him in six weeks. I think, I think you went you on the right the gro- day. Yeah. Yeah, you caught the grocery store plug on the right day. But then you also have to think, how much times can a person wipe their ass? Because people should have enough toilet tissue at least until uh, summer 2021. Because, God, and people were buying a lot of toilet paper they were, about 45, absolutely. 50 days ago. You know, I was really fortunate. My my um, dad always gives me stuff from Costco, and he already had given me all of this toilet paper. It's all one ply, though. But he always gives me a whole bunch of toilet paper and paper towels, so I never actually had to buy any just because he's always dropping it off in my house anyway, so... That was uh, fortunate. Now, the governor in Michigan has announced tuition-free educational program to benefit essential workers, which is amazing. So that's going to be post-secondary educational opportunities for essential workers as they fight the coronavirus pandemic. It's called Futures for Frontliners. It's a path to opportunity for those essential workers. And it's very similar to the GI Bill that was offered to returning soldiers after World War II. So it'll be geared toward essential workers without college degrees, and it'll make sure they have a tuition-free pathway to college and an opportunity to earn a technical certificate, associate degree, or even a bachelor's degree at universities. All right. Damn, froze. Uh, well, Hello. That is yeah, your... I froze for a second. We can, hear, we can hear you. We can hear you. Now, the whole thing, everything just froze. All right. Well, that is... I thought you were having a stroke. No, nah, everything just froze. I, like, I just froze for a second. <laughs> everything started cutting in and out. I'm like, what? I, 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 I thought like, you were about to have a stroke on? live on air. I said, this is going to be good. Be great. Thank you. Th- thank you so much, Charlamagne. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, let's talk relationship advice. 800-585-1051. What happened with Gabrielle Union, ye? Well, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade were on Instagram live with Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. And Gabrielle Union told a story about a time that she gave Aisha Curry and Steph Curry some advice about their relationship. I guess they must have been having a rough patch at the time. And she told them this. She was a thought in 98. Back up for sure. I was. Listen, I enjoyed my life. And that is the exact advice I gave. Aisha and a young Steph at D. Wright's 25th birthday party. So done. You guys, the likelihood of this working out is very low, and you should just break up now and have sex with other people. You looked at me and said, how old are you? All right. Well, obviously, that was some bad advice. So that's mm-hmm. what we're asking. And bad advice, though. Or <laughs> I got that advice, too. Of course, Gia and I have been together since uh, she was 15 and I was 16. And mm-hmm. we were so close and, and doing everything together. People would always advise me, why are you guys so close? You got a long life. Live your life. Y'all shouldn't be together. This, that, the other. 
I mean, five kids later, we've been married 18 years and together 25 years. Thank God I didn't take somebody else's advice and and, and leave or she leave me, you know? What about That's you? That's right, man. I'm, I remember somebody gave me terrible advice to stay in a relationship that was terrible for me. And this guy I was dating, he would always be mad. Like, if I took a picture with somebody and he would screenshot it and send it to me, it could be me hosting a party and me taking a picture with people. And he would be like, oh, that's what you're doing? And my friend was like, look, you got to respect, you know, how he feels about this. And maybe you shouldn't take pictures anymore. And maybe you shouldn't host parties. And I was like, what? Like, when you met me, I was doing this. I'm not going to stop doing this. I'm not going to not take a picture with the person because it's a guy. And, you know, I thought that was terrible advice. So I was glad that I broke up. But I was like, I'm not going to feel like I'm wrong in this situation. And I'm glad I didn't stay with that person because, you know, I think it would have been a nightmare for me to have to not do my job the way I want to. Right. What about you, Charlamagne? Um, I think we've been talking about this for too long. So I'll talk about mine when we come back. All right, 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're talking the worst relationship advice you've got. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. A lot of technical difficulties this morning. I ain't go front. But phone lines are open, 800-585-1051. We were talking about Gabrielle Union and her advice. What's the story, Yee? Yeah, she was on live. It was a couple's live. It was her and Dwayne Wade alongside Aisha and Steph Curry. And she was talking about some advice that she gave to a younger Aisha Curry when I guess it must have been a rough patch years and years and years ago that Steph and Aisha were going through. And here's what she told her. She was a thought in 98. Back up for sure. I was. Listen, I enjoyed my life. And that is the exact advice I gave. Aisha and a young Steph. At D Wright's 25th birthday. It all, it all comes out. I'm so done. You guys, the likelihood of this working out is very low, and you should just break up now and have sex with other people. You looked at me and said, How old are you? So, obviously, that was uh, horrible advice, bad advice. Uh, you know, you realize things that work for you necessarily don't work for anybody else. I got uh, the same advice. Like I said, I was with my wife since she was 15, I was 16, and people said that, Hey, Y'all look together in love too soon. You should, you know, live a little and do this and do that. And thank God that that didn't happen because I don't know where I would be five years later, 18 years married and 25 years, 26 years together. So thank God I didn't listen to anybody. What about you? I think you meant five kids later. Five kids later, yeah. Yes. Uh, best, I think I, the, the worst advice that I can think of right now uh, definitely came from my father. And this is when um, back in the day, way, way, way back in the day, when I confronted my father about cheating on my mom. And uh, he looked me in the eye and he laughed. I'll never forget it because we had an exercise bike in my, my room and he was riding on the exercise bike and he goes, <laughs> oh, you only got one girlfriend, huh? And he said, one day you're going to understand. And that confused the hell out of my young mind for quite a long time. And for the longest, I thought it was wrong to have one girlfriend. So that always makes you, that always would make me question, you know, the relationship I was in and always made me keep at least one thing on the side. Mm-hmm. But... Technically, that probably uh, worked out for me because, you know, back in the day, that one thing on the side <laughs> became my wife. So I don't know if that was good advice or bad advice. I just know that it was very confusing. I've had I've, I've had quite a few therapy sessions about that uh, over the past couple of you years. S- you said the yes. one thing on your side was your wife? Well, yeah, because I, I was dating this other girl back in the day, and then I started kicking it with my wife. So I had both of them, and then I ended up with my wife. Okay. So maybe if my dad hadn't gave me that advice, to always have one thing on the side, 
I didn't never oh. been with my wife. Wow. Maybe my dad was right. Now that I think about it. My goodness, no, he wasn't. No, that right. couldn't have been right. No, that's not right. That's not right. What are it you talking worked. about? Even though it worked, even though it worked out for me, it wasn't right. No. What about you, Yee? <laughs> <laughs> um, I told you before, like the worst advice I ever got was somebody told me to stay in a relationship with somebody that would every single time I would take a picture with somebody, if it was a guy, he would screenshot it and send it to me and be upset and it'd be completely innocent pictures, like if I was hosting a party and I didn't think it was a good idea to stay in that relationship, but my friend told me that I should and I should try to see it from his point of view. And I realized that I just couldn't live my life like that with somebody who didn't trust me, even though I wasn't doing anything to not be trusted. And the final story was when he went through my phone and hid in the bathroom with it for no reason. And I just was like, I can't do this anymore. Goodness gracious. Well, now, what, what year was this if he was seeing the pictures? Because this had to be like a social social media time, right? It had to be in the last 12 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. It was probably about... I would say like eight years ago. Oh, damn. Eight years ago that this happened. And I was very glad that we broke up. And I, I also feel Sheesh. like you should never be in a relationship where you feel stressed out about it all the time. And every little thing you do, they're always like questioning it. And you're not even doing anything wrong. Because usually it means they're doing something wrong. Oh, I'm sure he's listening. Good morning to him. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is Nakaya. We're talking about some of the worst advice that you received. Uh, Relationship-wise, you got some? Um, I was told by a friend to get back with my ex. He introduced me to a girl he was cheating on me with for four Mm -mm -mm. months. Nope. While I was out of town working with his child. What? Yep. Why would she give you that advice? What was the reason for getting back together with somebody that was doing that? I have no clue, actually. People make mistakes. That's all she said. Mm. Mm. All right. Thank you, Mama, for calling. You're right. 800-585-1051. We're talking about some of the worst advice you received. We're talking relationship advice. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Gabrielle Union and some horrible advice she gave to Aisha Curry. Can we hear it right fast? She was a thought in 98. Out, so done. You guys, the likelihood of this working out is very low, and you should just break up now and have sex with other people. You looked at me, you said, how old are you? So we're asking 800-585-1051. What's some of the worst advice you received from somebody? Hello, who's this? It's your girl, Spicy Occasion, calling out of Brooklyn, New York. Hey, what's some of the worst advice you received? Wait, what's your name? You said Spicy Occasion? Spicy Occasion from Brooklyn, New York. Oh, okay. Spicy Occasion. Okay. Now, what's some of the worst advice you received? Um, some of the worst advice I received, like I guess when I was heartbroken in the, in the like middle of like the worst breakup relationship from friends, you know, girlfriends that would give you advice, um, was I guess don't worry about a love life, don't worry about a relationship, get your money, um, and just you know work grind, you know, as a dancer coming from as a dancer in New York City, you know, you get that type of advice sometimes. Girl, you've been heartbroken, don't worry about it. Just get your money, get your money, get your money. And then, you know, you get your money so much to the point where now you kicked up, but you still by yourself. And then, you know, as you, before you knew it, years flew, you know, and it's like, wow, I'm really by myself in a crime scene. <laughs> but whatever, uh-huh. you know? So, like, I think that was the worst. But, you know, I'm getting through it. Y'all pay for me. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, ain't nobody praying for you. <laughs> I'm wasting my prayers on that. Hello. Hello, who's Pray this? Don't be doing that. I'm not. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Will. What's up, Will? Where are you calling from, bro? I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. We're talking about some of the worst advice you received from somebody. Yeah, my brother, uh, he actually hooked me up with this woman when we were in the military and uh, found out that she was married. And I did not know she was married. He hooked mm-hmm. me up with her, and I was like, uh, maybe I should not say it. Maybe I shouldn't be with her. Maybe I shouldn't be talking to her. Oh, no, no, man, she's fine. No, she's about to get divorced. She don't even like him anyway. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm going to respect the relationship even if she don't. And right. a crazy story about it is uh, I, I went to go tell her, uh, you know, I don't want to be with you no more. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Uh, her husband came, and uh, she was like, you got my back? I'm like, no. So she goes, she goes outside with a belt, and I'm... I'm not lying. She whooped him down the street with the belt. He's running, and she's and she's got a got she's got the belt whooping him with it. I'm like, so this is what, what Fabio Nook is all about, huh? This is what. Hey, by about. the way, by the way, you said you told that lady you didn't want to be with her, but you still hit. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah. Know I feel like oh, he was yeah, going sure. back for for one last time. For one last time. My goodness. Well, no, no. I mean, I met her mom, met her, met her son, met her brother. None of them mentioned it. None of them said anything about it. So the minute I found out about it, I, I cut it off. Nope. Right, I think you used that as an excuse. It was something else going on, but you're not telling us that part. Yeah. Uh, what else? What happened? Well, why you really cut her off, King? All right, thank you, man. Good job for sleeping with that married woman and then breaking up with her immediately afterwards. 800-585-1051. We're talking the worst relationship advice you received. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about the worst relationship advice you received from somebody. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? What's up, Andy? It's Thousand. Thousand? Peace, thousand. Yes, sir. I need you to sound a little more hype. All right, all right. What's up? What's up, y'all? What's there we on? go. There we go. Oh my god. What's the worst relationship advice you received? Man, don't don't listen to your homeboys, man. I was out with uh mm-hmm. with my homeboys and I got like one of the baddest chicks around. They like, no, no, you got him. So she invited us to her crib, like a little party or not really a party, invited us to the crib. Came through. It's just some vibe went right. You know what I mean? She had cameras in her room or whatever. I'm like, ah. Cameras? I'm a shit, but, man, yeah, that's another story. But it was for safety for our kids or whatever. But I end up not messing with her. She was trying to mess with me. She was, like, super bad. He was calling her bionic bunch. She had, like, plastic surgery, all this, whatever, whatever. And I didn't mess with her. Months later, I see her on the gram. She pregnant. And I hit her up about it. I'm like, what's up? She's like, yeah, I got pregnant, like, the day before or somebody I was messing with previously before like before i met you so come to find out what if i would have messed with her the day before that and it would have been like one night stand i didn't know her it, we would have got nasty that's the rules of one night stand get nasty like little duval get nasty so, get nasty i want to get nasty okay Charlemagne, go ahead that baby would have been yours I, so if i would no, know she was already pregnant he, you know she got pregnant the day before like let somebody in her I would have gotten that. We know what pregnant means. We know what pregnant means, bro. That was graphic, sir. Well, well, so what's the point of this story again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's the point of this story? It's getting nasty. So, this is, so is it your baby or not? <laughs> no. 
we didn't know. I didn't never mess with her, but my boy would have had me in that position. <laughs> So don't oh, okay. Because okay. she would have she said it was your baby, and it's, you wouldn't even have known because you would have smashed it. You would have just believed it. Man, no, I wouldn't have believed that because I would have strapped up. wouldn't have been none of that. You don't sound like the scrap-up type. I'm going to be nah, honest. Nah, you definitely you don't sound, sound like, like that a thousand. You definitely sound like the type that, that doesn't need a reason to go raw. Charlamagne, Charlamagne, I just count on one hand how many people got this this raw vegan. How many? <laughs> uh, how many? Maybe like two. See what I'm saying? Maybe. Okay. Well, how many guys? Okay. What? <laughs> Come on, He's trying to play you. Envy oh, trying to play you, King. Oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you, Thousand, man. My good. What's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know what the moral is, but I'll tell you something. That Gabrielle Union situation is also an example of why you can't listen to someone who's not in the same position as you, okay? This is why they tell women in couples and men in couples not to talk to single people because Gabrielle Union was at one place in her life speaking from her level of consciousness and awareness, but clearly Aisha and Steph were in a space Gab didn't get to until much, much later in her life. You right. know what I'm saying? So she's speaking from her consciousness and awareness saying, girl, you need to go out there and have fun. You need to go out there and, you know, pop that boom, boom for a goon. And Aisha probably like, why? I got what I want at home. Absolutely. And she made the best decision. I mean, and you look at it like everybody's situation, like you said, is absolutely positively different. Like, yep. you know, thank God my wife didn't say, you know what, I'm out of here because I was doing some F-boy-ish, you know, when I was younger. And, you know, I changed. Well, I should say she changed me. And we but have a great... Interesting. That's interesting because Gabrielle Union gave advice from a, a woman who was in a relationship, who's married and everything, that right. just turned out to be wrong advice. So so it doesn't matter, but what I'm saying is, like, I think, you know, everybody's situation is different. Sometimes advice works, sometimes it doesn't. All you can do is try to uh, sometimes deal with things on your own and go with your gut feeling. All right. Yeah, but you well, can't be matter-of-fact about it like Gabrielle was. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't work out for Gabrielle. So, and, and she probably was still speaking from a place of hurt, thinking, well, it didn't work out for me, so it damn sure ain't going to work out for you. Because that's technically what she's saying by telling her to go out there and sleep with a whole bunch of guys. She's 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 saying that, okay, your relationship probably ain't going to work anyway, so you might as well have fun. Right. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. Yes, now let's talk about a show that you all, I'm sure, love and loved growing up. Well, they reunited, and we'll tell you uh, where they reunited and where you can catch this reunion. All right. Also, next hour, Ask Yee. You can get on the phone lines right now. 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee right now. Rumors are up next. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, so for the finale of Will Smith's show on Snapchat, Will From Home, he reunited the cast members from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So that should be uh, pretty exciting. And the reunion took place on the first installment of the show's two-part season finale. That took place yesterday, and the second part will be, you know, next week. Oh, no, the second part will be actually today. So you can watch that today. So it's a two-part season finale. Uh, Alfonso Ribeiro was on it. Jazzy Jeff was on it. Tatiana Ali, Karen Parsons, who played Hillary Banks, Daphne Maxwell-Reed, Aunt Vivian, and um, who's Aunt Vivian and Joseph Marcel, who played Jeffrey, all mm-hmm. joined him for the reunion. The other Aunt Viv wasn't there, though. The okay. dark-skinned Aunt Viv, the original Aunt Viv, the classic Aunt Viv. Will got to make it right with the dark-skinned Aunt Viv before, you know. Whatever you know, happened? What, what, what happened with her? She wanted more money? What, what was the situation? Do we know? I don't remember. She's vented about it a few times, but I don't recall. But either yeah, way, you've got to let bygones be bygones. Right? 
Or, no. Well, maybe she didn't want to be on it. We don't know whose who side it was There's on. There's no place you know? for her now. It's a wrap. No, she, right, said now, we'll... that she said that she went upstairs, and when she went upstairs... They kidnapped her, and then they sent the light-skinned woman down. And then she said she woke up 20 years later. She woke up 20 years later, and Will was on Instagram. That's what Get she out said. of here, man. Now, shut up. <laughs> here's one clip of Will Smith revealing how he decided to play his character as Will Smith, which is his real name. Here was the advice that he got from his co-star, Alfonso Ribeiro. Do you remember? So the reason that my character's name is Will Smith is because of you. Do you do you remember that? I do, I do. I remember because, like, we had talked and I said, look, if you're ever going to do this show, you've got to be Will Smith. It was such a deep insight that you, you had. You said, because people are going to call you that for the rest of your life. I actually think that's brilliant advice because a lot of times we think that a person is playing a character, but let's be real. When you see Jaleel White in the street, you don't think Jaleel White. You think Urkel. You know what I'm saying? When you That's think... true. I, I don't even know dude's real name. Is dude's real name J.J. Walker? Jimmy? What's his name? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't, know, what know, what what I don't, I don't know what J.J. real name is. Maybe but when you I see him, know. you think J.J. You think of the character. So that makes sense. Martin should be Martin. Yes. I would do that, too, if I was on a show that I thought would be around for a long time. All right. Now, Doja Cat has teased her remix with Nicki Minaj for Say So. And here's... What she posted, cats out the bag, say so remix to get a sneak peek of my remix with Nicki Minaj. Uh, you just had to actually post about it. You had to tag say so remix. So listen to this. Yeah, you know Because remember the bars were coming at Doja Cat? Yeah, they thought they were beefing. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I just love, I'm loving all this new music. I ain't I like gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I like that people thought that these women were beefing with each other, but they actually weren't and then collaborated together. I think that's an amazing thing. So it's like, hi, hi, in your face. We actually cool with each other. Who's gonna make the first quarantine record, though? Now, we've been on quarantine for 50 days and nobody has created a record that is like reflecting the moment that we're in. Like, who did that I'm in the house board song? Did that happen during the quarantine or before the quarantine? No, that happened during the quarantine. But you remember, he was, it's not a full song. It's just like a little, he was beatboxing kind of on his desk. It's not a full song. Who was that, Tiger, right? No, it was, no, Tiger took it from the kid. Yeah, yeah, that was a good song. It was a young man. I feel like that's available, though. Isn't it available, like, to download? I'm sure they're getting paid off of it, no? I'm not sure. I just think it's a TikTok thing. All I'm saying right, is that big... can't be the song of this moment. Is <laughs> what I'm saying. It got to be something that's a little bit deeper that talks about the moment we're in. Mm-hmm. All right, now Big Boy asked Fifty Cent on his show if he had to choose between giving a mask to Dr. Dre or to Eminem, who would you give it to? And here was Fifty Cent's response: Quarantine is going down. There's one mask. There's two people. You can only give one mask to this person. You see Dr. Dre and you see Eminem. Who do you give that one mask to? That's a foul question. But I, <laughs> yeah. I give him my, my mask, and I give Dre my mask. If I had a mask on, I would give him mine. That Why does Dre get get the used mask and M get the new mask? Because the way you sequenced it, you just gave me one mask to give my best, <laughs> two best friends. Yeah, that was a tough one for 50 to have to try to answer. He's basically saying I'll save both of them. Oh, mm-hmm. attempt he to save really both of them. It. He didn't really answer it. <laughs> That's a tough he one. He didn't man. answer it. Did I give no, one to Eminem? I give one to Dr. One. Dre. He didn't pick one. No, he, I'm saying he's he supposed to pick, pick one. one. 
Yeah, not give it to both of them. So, oh, well. so Charlamagne, if, if it's between if it's between me and Dramos, who you giving the mask to? Um, Dramos. Damn. Because both <laughs> of y'all Latino, so I only need one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying because it's, it's representation. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be me the black. I represent the black drum. Represent the Latino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why yeah. should the one black man die to save? You know, two Latino. Two Latino. All right, I'm Angela okay. Yee, and that's Thanks. your rumor one. report. This is going Thanks. left. All right, Great. I'm Angela wow. Yee. That's your rumor report. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. What you mean, right. wild drum? I saved you. Well, yeah, since, okay. well since you're giving him the donkey, I'm sure you're giving him the, since you're giving him the mask, I'm sure you're giving him the donkey, too. So who are you giving your donkey to? Well, let's keep it in the Latino family, guys. <laughs> All right? There's a guy. There's a guy named Alfonso Merlos. Do you know him, Drum? Uh, no. <laughs> All Latinos don't know yeah, each we other, all man. Know each other, Charlamagne. Well, Alfonso Merlos uh, needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This the breakfast. Well, matter of fact, oh, what do y'all call the church, uh, Drum? Church. Yeah, how do you say congregation? Iglesia. Con- La Iglesia. Iglesia. La Iglesia. That's right. We need him to come to the front of that. We'd like to have a word with him. <laughs> My goodness. All right. We'll get into this next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed play. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Donkey of the Day for Thursday, April 30th, goes to a Spanish news anchor named Alfonso Merlo. Now, uh, if you're just joining the Breakfast Club, we have a board op named DJ Dramos. He is our Latino board op, our Latino representation in the room. Uh, good morning, Dramos. Good morning, sir. Morning, uh, I will yeah. be leaning on. There you go. Right. I need that. This is that's exactly the energy I need this morning. <laughs> I will be leaning on you heavy for that type of translation, okay. and I know this is your world, okay? Yep. Uh, now, Alfonso is the grand old age of 41. He's my age. How do you say 41 in Spanish, Drum? Uh, 41. There you go. 41. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, Drum, are you familiar with this guy, Alfonso Merlo? Uh, no, we do not all know each other. <laughs> Have you, have you have you ever heard of the Estado de Alarma channel drum? I have not. Okay, so they're clearly not as popping as Telemundo. Do you say that? With, with, do you say that? Can yes. you say that? Yes. Okay, but they they are a news network, and Alfonso, who is quarantined like the rest of us, was doing what I'm doing right now, broadcasting live from his house, doing a live segment. Now, a lot of folks are not broadcasting with their significant others. I have nothing to back up what I'm about to say, no facts, no stats, but I observe the couples that are quarantining together, from what I see, are married. Not saying that a lot of boyfriends and girlfriends aren't spending QT together, and by QT I mean quarantine and teening, but I see more married couples together during this time. Well, Alfonso is in a relationship with a woman named Marta Lopez. Drom, do you know her? Uh, I'm not familiar. Okay, Probably she, Marta. Marta, damn, Drum, you're not going to correct me? I'm, I'm just going to let you dig your own grave. How is how's the Asian woman in the room correcting me about uh, Spanish words? Come on, like, Drum. You're doing the best you can, you know? Mi español es muy bueno. Wow. Well, uh, Marta is the former star of the reality show Big Brother. Now, I know this woman, Marta, is probably quarantining somewhere, and when you haven't seen your boo physically, you take every opportunity to see them virtually. So if, you know, 
you if they go on IG live or if you're a news anchor like Alfonso, I'm sure your bae is watching you in real time. So this guy Alfonso is broadcasting live from his house. He's on TV. Let's play a little clip of him broadcasting from the crib. This is how it sounds. Let's hear it, Trump. Now, what did he just say, Drum, in that little clip? Do you know? Uh, he's just you know, talking like politics and stuff like that. Okay, well, as he's doing that, and I'm reading this from the NY Post via the Sun, and I saw it myself. As he's doing that, a scantily clad gal walked into the background of the shot. Did you just go Jamaican? Did you just go Jamaican on us? That's what the New York Post put. They put scantily clad gal. Okay, good. So, 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 so in the New York Post, they say a scantily clad gal walked into the background of the shot. And as you can imagine, Empanada Twitter went crazy. All the Latinos, <laughs> oh, crazy. All, right. all the Latinos oh. started posting on social media talking about the fact they saw a young lady half naked in the background of this live shot, and it wasn't Alfonso's girlfriend, Marta Lopez. Now, Drum, you've been you've been busy on the hot pepper line, right? I don't I don't know what that means. I've been looking on the internet. Yes. What? Yeah, and you, you you're tapping into your salsa sources, right? I mean, I... and you, huh? <laughs> Okay, Drum found out. Drum, you found. found out that this woman who was half naked was identified as a journalist named Alexia Raviaz. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And Raviaz said, "Do you know her, Drum?" Uh, I don't, but I, I do now. Okay, uh, Alexia said she's been dating Alfonso for several weeks, mm. and mm-hmm. Alfonso claims he had broken up with the reality star uh, Marta mm-hmm. before the at-home Marta. segment was shot. But Marta said, that's a lie. Drum, how do you say lie in Spanish? Uh, mentira. That's a mentira. mentira. She said, that's a mentira. Mm-hmm. Now, Alonzo did what any smart man should do in that situation. He shut up. Uh, he shut the F up for days. But recently, he popped up on a show called The Anna Rose Show. Do you know The Anna Rose Show, Drum? No, I'm not familiar. What? Are you really Latino? You know nothing. He's from, from Spain, though. It's a little different. Oh. Mm. Well, he went on the Anna Rose show to apologize. Uh, let's hear what he had to say. Pues, eh, como te decía antes, eh, Ana Rosa, estoy me, tranquilo, estoy sereno, estoy fuerte, pero obviamente, obviamente estoy disgustado. Now, Drum, translate. Uh, he's saying all the right things. He's saying, you know, he's uh, he's doing all right, but he's disgusted by the situation. Uh. That's not what I heard. What did you hear? What I heard him. What I heard him say was, "Black men don't cheat, but brown men do." That's not okay. That's, that's that's a lie. And according to the New York Post, he said, uh, too, if you think that my attitude has not been correct or that there are things that I have not done well, I have no problem asking for forgiveness, although my goal was not to harm anyone else. Drum, how do you say a mess in Spanish? Uh, how do you say mess in Spanish? I don't know if this guy's really Latino, guys. <laughs> the jig is up on Drum. I think <laughs> he's, he's just basura. using this for, yeah, I think he's just using this for diversity purposes. I mean, basura is garbage, so we can say that. Okay, yeah, say that. this, this. This whole situation is basura. You're welcome, Jamo. It's basura, man, okay. not basura. 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 Drop, mm-hmm. how do Latino women respond to being cheated on? How would this play out in your expert Latino opinion? Uh, you probably get cut, to be honest. Really? Yeah, or un, un uh, chancleta should probably get, you know, beat you with chancleta, which mm-hmm. is like a slipper or, uh, you know. Uh, which which one is going to do it? Is it going to be the, the the one that was his wife or the one that was scantily clad walking behind him? Who are you going, who are you going to get cut by? Probably both, to be honest with you. Mm. Wow. Well, Alfonso, you're an idiot. Uh, you're an idiot because that woman wanted to be seen. Uh, she knew you was on live or something. She she, she she had to want to be seen, okay? She got exactly what she wanted, and you are a fool for falling for it. That room you was in, the door should have been locked. You should have told her, do not disturb. Uh, no entree. Is that the word? Yeah. 
No entre. No entre. Uh, <laughs> now you're out here looking like a cheeto. Because that's what you are. Is that how you say cheater in Spanish? Cheeto? Mentirosa. Why would cheeto be the word for Spanish? I don't cheater? know. I don't know. It sounds like mentirosa. It. Mentirosa. All right. All right. Keep mm -hmm. moving. Anyway, <laughs> please give Alfonso Merlo the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. You are the donkey of the day. So hold on. You telling me that that Mante Rosa song is about cheating? Yeah, the one that goes, Manti Rosa, Manti Rosa. <laughs> so they just chant and cheater like in the club over and it over? It sounds good. Yeah, just cheating like liar, you know? It's fun. Now, Charlamagne ended by saying, oh. ended by saying, entre en culo. Nope. I wouldn't say I that. that. I don't know what that means, <laughs> so I wouldn't say it. Yes, I know. You know what I do know what that means. I know what that You know how I know what that means? Because I know what culo means, and I just learned what entry means. So I'm not saying that. <laughs> I know. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I will not say that. All right. Drama. See, yeah. Jamos, if you were smart, you would have been telling him all the wrong things to say. Yeah, you're right. I've dropped the ball on this one. Mm -mm -mm. Definitely. How do you say right. in Spanish, Drum? All right. Well, come on. We're not doing this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're not doing You guys. <laughs> all right. Well, gracias for the uh, el donkey of the day, okay? Gracias okay. for the chulo. <laughs> Up next, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, any type of advice, 800-585-1051 is the breakfast club. ¿Tienes una pregunta? What, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Des. Hey, Des. Why you sound like that? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. All right. What's your question for Yee? I left a relationship like a while ago, like back in August. Um, mm -hmm. It was my kid's father. We were both um, kind of abusive towards each other. It got really hectic and really bad. But we both have, like, some really good qualities in each other. Like, we brought out the best in each other. I guess my question would be, like, would it be beneficial for us to try and work things out? And if so, how? Because, like, those problems were just, I don't really know how to mm -hmm. put it. Like, they... they well, when when you say abusive, right? What do you, do you mean? Physically abusive, verbally abusive? Like, just give us a little more insight. Um, we were both kind of verbally abusive towards each other and physically abusive. It wasn't just him that was physically abusive towards me. Um, I was also physically abusive towards him. Like, there was a time I tased him out of his sleep, and I beat him with the taser. And you beat him with the taser. You tased him and beat him up. Yeah, I beat him with the taser. The taser was like a wow. flashlight. And, like, when I told wow. my friends and my family about it, they laughed about it. But I don't really think it's funny because... It's not funny. What is it? What is funny about men going through abuse as well? Like, men can be abused. You should have thought about that before you beat me. <laughs> and tased him. Yeah, you're you, you going to think, think about that after you tased me and beat what? me? Well, Des, and so, so, but to continue on, right, you said you guys brought out the best in each other. It sounds like you might have brought out the worst in each other. Yeah, and so, like, that's my whole thing. Like, 
we can really help each other through a lot. Like he has some really good qualities in him just as a man, period, regardless of his flaws. Like we both have flaws, but we both also brought up the best in us. Like he's probably the only guy I know around me that knows how to fix a car. He's the only guy I know that knows how to work with his hands. Like as far as men in my circle. Um, he's useful. Yeah, he so is. you got you a handyman? <laughs> well, Des, but Des, you said he was also physically abusive toward you. Now, you you talked about what you did to him, but what was he doing to you? We would, we would fist fight with each other. Like, we would get into arguments, and, like, he would hit me, or sometimes I would hit him first, and then he would hit me mm-hmm. back. And, like, we would be fist fighting, like, two dogs in the street or something. And That's awful. Dogs don't, dogs don't fist fight. Well, they fight. <laughs> You know, like, they rumble and tumble, and, like, that's how we would do, but my thing is... I just, we, I feel like this, Des. First of all, have either of you sought professional help or counseling? No, and we've talked about it a lot, but it's always just been that. Like, we've always just only talked about it. Well, let's see how serious both of you are about changing yourselves because it sounds like you both need to change. And even if you're not going to be together, it'll be beneficial for you to see what it is that triggers you so much that you feel like you have to be physically abusive and what it's like for him as well, right? Those are things you guys both need to work on individually before you can even think about coming back together again. And if you are serious about it, I would say you have a child that is witnessing some of these things, I'm sure, or knows about it or can sense things. And so that's not any way you want to raise a child together, right? So I think it is important for you to see behind the scenes, get some help for both of you, show that you're both serious and committed to bettering yourself. And then when you can be a whole person and understand what's going on with you, that you would accept this abuse and that he would be abusive towards you. And for him as well, uh, I don't think you should even consider it until you guys both get some serious professional help. Right. You know, and I think sometimes we can be really comfortable. We know that there's a quarantine going on right now. You guys have a child together. But I always feel like it's dangerous to be in a relationship where you are physically harming each other. That's never a good situation. Definitely. Definitely. I understand. And my, I kind of have another question as well. So, like, there's times where, like, he will talk and, you know, he talks about how he wants us to try to work things out. He wants us to get back together. But me, um, I'm just not emotionally there. Like, I still love him and I still have love for him. And I do miss him at times, but I just don't feel like I'm emotionally there. But it also hinders me from even trying to move forward with meeting and speaking with other people. Like, there have been guys who have Mm -hmm. tried to connect with me and I just, like, I'll start talking to them and then I'll just shut them out completely because... Like, my trust okay. is just so nice. Des, baby girl, you got to give yourself some time. Y'all just broke up in August. What I recommend for you, because it doesn't sound like you really want to backslide towards in this relationship. You no. just feel comfortable with him, right? I don't want you to get comfortable being in an abusive relationship just because that's what you're used to. Give yourself some time. You don't have to be with somebody else. You don't have to be with your ex. You can just be by yourself for a little while. And there's nothing wrong with that until the right situation comes along. Don't force it. I think sometimes people are so scared to be alone and it's okay for you to be alone because you're working on yourself. You're trying to make sure that you're who you need to be before you can even be with someone. And I think it's so important for you to figure out you before you can figure out us. Definitely. Well, I appreciate hey, de- it. Hey, hey, Deb, can I ask you a question? It's Dez. It's Uncle yeah. Dez. This Uncle Charlotte talking. Could you uh could you DM me the video of you tasing the dude? I know you Stop got it, man. Come on, come on. 
Come on, I know you got it. 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 Thank you, Dez, and good luck, man. Come on, send me the video, Dez. See the God. C T H A G O D on Instagram. DM me the video. I won't show nobody. Please check back in with me, and if you feel like you need some help or someone to talk to, you know, let me know. We're going to get your information, but I will say there is nothing funny about that, and you're absolutely right. It's not cool. It's not cool for you to ever feel out of character like you got to put your hands or do something physical or for somebody to feel like they could do that to you. So I just want now, you to take some time yourself. Don't feel like there's anything wrong right now with being single. Don't fall into the I'm lonely, it's quarantine time, I'm home with my kid, and I'm just comfortable. Don't fall into any of that right now. We can't say there's nothing funny about a, a person getting tased out of their sleep until we see the video. You, we, we laugh at stuff like no. that on Instagram all day long. Knock it off. If you've seen a man sleeping and he got tased in the middle of his sleep, he probably looks so crazy when he got up. She said all her friends laughed when they saw the video. Dez, I want to see the video. She doesn't Dez. think it's funny. Send me the taser. I want to try it on Charlemagne. Let me see. Let me see if I can get Charlemagne to to, to, to react like that. Send me. You the would taser never then. be. When would you wake me out of my sleep, sir? <laughs> now, if you want to tell secrets, tell secrets. If you're gonna spill it, spill it. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Huh? 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 Hmm. Go shocking the chulo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ask ye. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call her now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Lee. Good morning. Hey, Lee. Good morning. What's your question for Yee? So, real quick, me and my girl's been down seven years. We've been high school sweethearts uh, since 2013. And this year, we make seven years. And I want to surprise her extra special. And I honestly don't know how to do it. So, maybe mm-hmm. I could get a little help from y'all. Okay. Oh, well, this was cute because now I'm going to tell you something that our producer, one of our producers, Dan, did for his girlfriend for her birthday. He did some really cute things. He set up a Zoom with her family and friends, so it was like a party, and I see a lot of people doing this. And so if you have all their, I'm sure you do have their contact information to surprise her and get everybody, since we can't all see each other, on the Zoom together so they can have a little party virtually, right? Yes, ma'am. I think that's a cute idea. And listen, I'm always into, like, doing things in the house right now because that's where we have to be, but making it special, like decorating the house, you know, making sure you get a nice meal ready, whether you cook it or you have to order it and pick it up or whatever it is that you have to do. Just make it special and different, some more effort, get some special wine or champagne or whatever drinks that she likes. You know, lay out a nice little cute pajama outfit for you guys to be in the house together. Get some good music going. A movie night in the house. Make it seem like y'all went somewhere even though you just stayed in the house. Make it special. Where you from, bro? Now, now this ain't until way October. Hopefully all this will be. Oh, yeah, this will be. This should be over by October. Because I just want this to be extra, extra special. We've been Where you from? This year. Where you from, bro? Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, you know, the, the quarantine thing you was talking about, I, I, hopefully you won't have to do that in October, bro. But um, how long y'all been together? Uh, this year will make seven years. Seven years. What's what's her favorite food, man? What's what's one thing that she loves to do, bro? She loves Mexican food. She loves just you know hanging out and watching movies. I bought this mini projector. Well, she don't know about it, but she probably will now. Uh, and I bought a big screen, and I was hoping like to set up a giant movie thing in the backyard, maybe sit in the bed of the truck and just kind of 
That'd be dope. That that'd be dope. You get some yeah, you get some Mexican food and it'd be dope if you could create some videos of friends and family saying happy birthday before the video starts to pop up on that screen to let her know that you care. Even go where's the where's the first place that y'all dated from? Where did y'all go on your first date? It was actually the Frankleton Fair. Um we got together there pretty much, you know. It it was really a special moment. Or go do a video from that fair site and just saying, you know, just you saying, hey, babe, I love you. This is where we first met. This is one of the places that we first met, and I appreciate you. And I just wanted to, you know, mark this place and put that on that video, too. Have that all start the video before you watch the movie. I think that would be dope and sexy. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. I think I think that will be a wonderful idea to remark seven years of being together. That's very thoughtful. That ain't about money. That ain't about anything else but just being thoughtful in love, right? I just want to show her that I care for her after all this time that I still or she still has my heart and I hopefully still have hers. There you go. And then you got to give it a D all night that night. Okay. All right. He's, uh, he had technical difficulties. I think she's back now. Why is he laughing like a crazy person? Now, we gave him some great advice. I gave him some great advice. I think he's I'm good scared. now. Ye. I'm scared. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. No, Miss E, don't be scared. He gave me okay. great advice. Uh, everything. Why are you said. laughing like that? <laughs> oh, because he had made a comment at the end. I'd have to give it a D all night after everything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a D L night? Why got to be a D L night? He said give it the D all night. Goodness gracious. Oh, D all night. I was like, what the hell? You know about that, Charlamagne. All right. Make well, thank be, you, brother. Whoa, come these on, things, guys. These, these things be taking a left sometimes. <laughs> All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit Yee up now. You got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, the Breakfast Club on the big screen again. We'll tell you what we were involved in uh, yesterday. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, so yesterday he uh, Offset had an Offset and Friends virtual music live stream event. And joining him was also Rich the Kid and St. John on that stream. Well, mm-hmm. another person who joined in was Young Thug. And Young Thug was talking about a time that he almost died from liver and kidney failure. Listen to this. Kind of just stayed in the bed and I was like, I can't move my body. Then later I was, um, when Emily's came, I couldn't get out of the bed. They had to get me out of the bed, basically. I felt like my whole body was numb and I couldn't move. I went to the hospital and uh, I had found out that I had um, liver and kidney failure. And I kind of had sort of passed away like I kind of died. I was in the hospital for like 17 days. What, what, what caused that? Was it like the lean or something like that? Well, you I'm not know sure. alcohol when it comes to kidneys, right? And livers? Isn't it usually alcohol? I would, I would hope it wasn't drugs because it really disturbs me when black people who have the luxury to actually take care of themselves, to eat the right things and exercise and, you know, uh, have access to health care. It really bothers me when people like that don't take care of their bodies. You know what I mean? People yeah, who have we, the means. But we also know addiction is a serious disease for some people, so it's not as easy for some people as it is for others to take care of themselves the way that we know that you should, you know? Now, hold on. And now, was, was it drugs, though? We don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know. Say that. Say yeah, know. I'm not saying oh. that it was. But um, he was talking about this while explaining the inspiration behind the song that he performed on that stream, Killed Before. So mm. I guess you could listen to the song and get some more information. Well, now, well, let's not face, put that on Thug. I don't want to put that on Thug and, and say it was drugs because I don't want no, Thug. No, yeah, uh, we don't know that. No, we don't know what it was. Kid, 
I don't want him to kidnap me and torture me like he said he would do to me years ago. All right, now, Babyface has announced a Mother's Day Waiting to Exhale Instagram Live special. You know, Waiting to Exhale is my movie and my soundtrack. Love that. And he was actually speaking with The View about his recent bout with coronavirus and then how Waiting to Exhale will be part of the Mother's Day celebration. Listen to this. Because there were so many people, you know, that were on Instagram Live that wanted to hear, like, music from Waiting to Exhale. And so I thought this would be great Mother's Day to play the Waiting to Exhale album and tell stories, tell how it all happened and talk about the artists and stuff. It'd be fun to do that because that was half the fun of it all in doing the... uh, Instagram Live was that being able to tell stories and tell things, people were so interested in that. So I thought it'd be fun to do this as well. And I did love those stories, by the way, when he did his versus battle with Teddy Riley. That was the highlight for me, too, just hearing all the stories they had to tell behind some of those songs. So I think uh, hearing about music from Waiting to Exhale and all of that would be great for us to hear. I think that you think's more shady, a babyface or Prince? Do you think babyface is Prince level shady? God bless the dead. No, I think Mm. Prince was next level. Prince was next level shady, right? Babyface guys, yeah. he's up there on on a scale of the one to Prince. Babyface about a six or seven. Yeah, Babyface is up there when it comes to that. All right, now Oprah, uh, for her network own, is prepping a remote, non-scripted series, Fair Not, with Ayanna Van Zant and Girlfriends Check In. So those are two virtually produced series that they're planning to do. Uh, Ayanna Van Zant show launches on May sixteenth, and. It'll feature Ayanna offering her guidance during the pandemic and also have guests like Oprah, B.B. Winans. They'll have financial educators like uh, Tiffany, who's the budget nista. That should be interesting. And then there's also a Girlfriends Check-In that's going to air right after. And it'll bring together different groups of female celebrity friends each week. They'll have virtual get-togethers for uh, laughter, support, love, and gossip. So that should be interesting for us to watch while we're at home. Now, another good news, Post Malone is asking for fans to donate the million dollars of charity that he earned, the money that he earned for charity. He wants you to choose what charity that the, that money's going to go to. So he's using the celebrity fan platform community and then whatever causes his fans support, then he'll be able to donate to those different causes. So you can tell him where you want them to send the money. You can text him directly on his community phone number and then he'll... Uh, make sure those donations get done. And it has to deal with coronavirus relief for education, homelessness, hunger, mental health, veterans, and more. I think that's pretty that's dope. dope. I think that's dope, mm-hmm. too. It's, it sounds like a worthy cause to me. I don't necessarily care for Post Malone's music, but that's a worthy cause. I One think it's dope. Have to you got yeah, you got to celebrate when people do amazing things. So, And DJ Paul, he is doing the versus battle. You know, it's going to be Bone Thugs versus 3-6 Mafia. That's actually happening today. It's not a versus battle, though, with Timbaland and Swiss Beats. So he was on TMZ Live, and here's what he has to say about wanting them to get on board. No, it's not a rip-off. You know, we would love to do it on versus. You know, believe me, versus is lit, but, you know, we, we haven't talked to them or nothing, you know, so we just want to do uh, our own little friendly competition. It ain't a competition, rather. We call it a celebration, a little friendly celebration of over 50 years of combined, you know, combined music that we put out together, you know, for the fans, man. This may be yeah. an opportunity to holler at Timbo right now. It would be dope. I see them talking, uh, you know, asking who next, who next. People be saying my name all the time. So, you know, you know, I love to do it, man. Holler at me, man. Holler at me, Tim and Swissy. I wasn't necessarily a Bone Thugs fan growing up. Definitely was a 3-6 Mafia fan. But Bone is a legendary group. 3-6 is a legendary group. That wouldn't be a bad versus at all. No, it wouldn't be a bad Are versus. They- and then they can do, like, their solo stuff, but are they allowed to do, like, their production that they've done for other artists, too? I would assume so, yeah. yeah. I would think so. I mean, well, you know, yeah. no, 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 yeah. because it's a, they both no, done because it, though. 
No, because it's a group battle. Bone, mm. bone never produced. Bone produced for bone never produced for anybody. That's what I'm so saying. It would be then a, that's not fair, right? Yeah, it's a group battle. It's three six mafia versus Bone Thugs, not DJ Paul and Juicy J as producers. Yeah, but you, I mean, we don't necessarily know. I mean, Bone Thugs could have could have produced stuff for Easy E. Could have could have produced for we, things we just don't know. You know, so we can't say we he never. Didn't. We, we just don't know. We never heard that. We never heard that in our lives. Yeah, don't make things Ever. up now. No, I'm just saying we don't know. I didn't say I did. I said we don't know. Just like some of the well, you know what, that Little John produced. We didn't know Little John did Capleton. Like, there's stuff that, you know, that's from the these only, battles, we're learning the, things. That's the, but Little John is a producer, though. Bone Thugs has never been on the record as a producer, is what I'm saying. Anyway. It's just like somebody, it's like if I said right now, I want to battle you in a DJ battle. What would you say? I've never seen you DJ in your life. Exactly. <laughs> that's all. That's all. All right. And I just want to close it out with make sure you guys check out, um, Little Dicky show is his name Little Dicky anymore? Is that how we're referring to him, or Dave? Um, yeah, he's he's Little Dicky on the show. Okay, well yeah, on the show, he's is, here we are actually discussing his name and his name changes and all of that on the finale. Morning, everybody. I'm Angela Yee. That's Charlamagne the God. Yep. We are the Breakfast Club, and we have a very special guest in the building. Little Dicky is here. Hello, everybody. Yeah, he keeps introducing himself as Dave, though. Yeah, that's uh, that's my name. So I just feel weird, like, introducing myself as anything other than my name. That's pretty unrapper-like of you. I know, right? <laughs> Is that something you take pride in, uh, being different? You know, not, not being, like, a, seen as a typical rapper? Not necessarily. I, I don't want to even speak to what other rappers do. I just, like, if I'm going to meet someone, I'm not going to be like, hi, I'm Lil Dicky, because, like, I'm not. Like, I'm Dave, like, the guy behind Lil Dicky. You know what I mean? We didn't want to yes, give away we what's actually happening on the show, so make sure you check out the series. Yeah, and listen, let's tell the backstory a little bit. Last year, Lil Dicky hit me up, and he asked me, he asked us to do this, and he told me the concept, and so we did the show, mm -hmm. and that was like, that was late last year, and, and when the show premiered this year, I wasn't even watching it, and then my homegirl, Jenny Henry, hit me and was like, you should watch Dave, I want your opinion on it, and I started watching after seven episodes, Ed, and I love the show. It is brilliant. Best comedy on TV I've seen in a long time. Dave and What We Do in the Shadows are my two favorite shows to watch right now. They're both on FX. Dave is, like, really, really, really hilarious. So drop one of the bombs for uh, Lil Dicky. And Envy wasn't there that day because he had to leave work early, so. Yeah, I was closing on a property, and, and uh, it was a long shoot. It was like a seven-hour shoot, right? A five-hour shoot, something it, like that? It, they didn't it, tell it me it was definitely was a long-hour long shoot. <laughs> it was a long shoot, and I was I had to close on the property, so I couldn't make it. And the funny but, thing is, is when I get to close on the property, the, I, I couldn't close that day because they didn't have all the paperwork. So it, I would have loved to well, do it. Well, you could have came back then. Yeah, I could have. Listen, I'm telling you, Dave <laughs> is a great show. If you have not checked it out on FX, all, all 10 episodes are up on um, on demand right now. It's hilarious. There's another episode they use a very underrated Breakfast Club clip because uh, Taco from Odd Future is on the show, and he's lying in bed watching Instagram, and it's a Breakfast Club episode. When, when I was telling Juice World, I was telling all Juice World's boys to hug. Remember when I used to make all the brothers hug and say, I love you and I value and I appreciate you? He was laying in the bed randomly watching that. This just, hmm. I, the show's really dope. Salute to Dave. Little, little Dicky. Same thing. All right. Well, that is your rumor report, all right? Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Uh, I see and they're starting to open things up a lot faster than I thought. I, I know in, in this weekend in Jersey, the parks will be open, golf courses will be open, and when I go to the grocery store, I went yesterday, I'm starting to see paper towel and toilet paper. So I'm starting to see things getting back to a, a good position, a good spot, huh? 
And and also, man, the good Governor Murphy in New Jersey, who uh, is a friend of the Breakfast Club, salute to you. It's time to open the barbershops and hair salons, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, that should be considered I, essential. If you I want me to send you a picture. Essential. Well, if you want me to send you a picture of my hairline, Governor Murphy, it looks like yours. Okay, and there's I can't have YouTube, There's a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> that can show you how to cut your hair at home. No, no, no. I don't play with my dome like that. Governor Murphy, look. I can't have my hairline look like yours. Please, open the barbershops. Ah, mine is pretty good. I just had a wife just do the goatee, and, you know, mine is good money. Sorry for you, brother. Shut up. Salute to Governor right. Murphy, though. I think he's doing a great job in Jersey, by the way. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job out here, too. When we come back, we got the positive notes. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, what you doing today, Yee? Well, today I actually, this is the culmination of this work I did with Shea Moisture for their fund that they have. And what they did was they gave away, they have a fund that gives away a million dollars to support entrepreneurs of color and small businesses. So I helped kick things off giving away that first $100,000. So 10 different businesses are getting $10,000. I had to judge the uh, 20 finalists. It was really hard too, because I was looking through each of their business proposals and what they do for the community. And these are for companies that do things that are, uh, help communities that are affected by coronavirus. And let me tell you something. I was looking at these proposals for hours. I was like, I don't know which ones to pick, but today we're going to start announcing the winners of those uh, fun, the from the million dollar fund. So I'll be on at 6 p.m. today. And it's me and Yandy and Tina Knowles Lawson and Richard Lawson who are the judges. So I'm excited okay. for that. So shout out to Shea Moisture and their Community Commerce Small Business Fund. Okay, that is dope. Now, I'm seeing online that it says Britney Spears burnt down her gym. What is that? Yeah, I Did saw you that. What, she what lit a bunch the... of candles. Oh, wow. That's not safe. No, it's definitely right. not. I don't think you should, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's not definitely not safe. All you know right, what? Well. I'm always so nervous too because I have so many candles in my house. Like that, mm-hmm. I I always am like nervous if I go upstairs even for a minute in my head. I'm like, man. And then I watch little fires everywhere, and I was like, I hope my house don't burn down. So I'd be so cautious with like lighting these candles and making sure that I blow them out, even if I just go upstairs for a second or just hop in the shower. So she said uh, her gym, yeah, burned down. She had two candles. One thing led to another, and she said she burned it down. So she only has two pieces of equipment left, but she did show a video to show off her workout, you know, during this time. Jeez. All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. You know, uh, Diddy magnify the conversation that we've been having since the start of this new presidential campaign cycle. And that conversation is that, you know, votes are transactional. Politicians should give something in order to get something. And there's absolutely nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. Uh, And in fact, there's a guy named Malcolm X who called that political maturity. So I just want to encourage you all to go online, go on YouTube and, you know, uh, watch ballot. Art of Bullet by Malcolm X. Or just Google Malcolm X black voting and listen to some of his thoughts on how we should handle our right to vote. So the positive note today is just some words for Brother Malcolm and why he feels in regards to voting, uh, black voters should do whatever is necessary to bring a complete solution to your problems. I- I'll let him explain. You suggest that Negroes vote for in the coming election. I wouldn't suggest that they vote for any party or either party. Uh, I would suggest that the so-called Negroes become politically mature, realize the power that they hold uh, in the field of politics, and then uh, once the person who is running is aware that this man is awakened to the power that he holds, then that person who is running will approach that Negro on a more intelligent plane, as it is right now, 
most of the Negro leaders sell out to the political, to the white politicians for crumbs. And uh, an awakening, a political awakening among Negroes will make it impossible for the present uh, Negro leaders to sell our people out as they've been doing in the past. So you do think Negroes should vote? Negroes should do whatever is necessary to bring about a complete solution to their problem. If it, uh, when I say whatever is necessary, whatever is necessary. They should have the flexibility to do whatever is necessary to solve the problem. Breakfast club, bitches! So y'all finished or y'all done?